Afterwards, she returned home. The woman conceived and sent word to inform David, I am pregnant. Hmm. David sent orders to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. So Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah uh, came to him, David asked how, how Joab and the troops were doing and how the war was going. Then he said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. So Uriah left the palace and a gift from the king followed him. But Uriah slept on the door of the palace with all his master's servants. He did not go down to his house. When it was reported to David, Uriah didn't go home. David questioned Uriah, haven't you just come from a journey? Why didn't you go home? Uriah answered David, the ark, Israel, and Judah are dwelling in tents, and my master Joab and his soldiers are camping in the open field. How can I enter my house to eat and drink and sleep with my wife? As surely as you live, and by, my, by your life, I will not do this. Stay here today also, David said to Uriah, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah stayed in Jerusalem that day and the night. Then David invited Uriah to eat and drink with him, and David got him drunk. Man, keeps doing crazy stuff. He went out in the evening to lie down on the cot with his master's servants, but he still, he did not go home. The next morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In the letter, he wrote, put Uriah in the front of the fiercest fight when then with Withdraw from him so that he is struck down and dies. When Joab was besieging the city, he put Uriah in the place where he knew the best enemy soldiers were. Then the, man, then the men of the city came out and attacked Joab, and some of the men from David's soldiers fell in battle. Uriah the Hittite also died. Let's jump down to 26, 27. It says, When Uriah's wife heard that her husband Uriah had died, she mourned for him. When the time of mourning ended, David had her brought to his house. She became his wife and bore him a son. However, the Lord considered what David had done to be evil. Hold your Bibles in the end and repeat after me. This is my Bible. When I read it, I read in my potential. But when I study it, I discover my destiny. Today, as we continue our journey in the hashtag relationship goals, I want to look at a few different topics. And while they may be different and all have the ability to preach on their own, I believe that there are times when these 
different topics have the tendency to be intertwined and integrated. And so if I could, I would like to talk about sex, money, and power. As it pertains to relationships, sex, money, and power. Let us pray. God, how we love you, how we thank you, God, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. God, you are awesome, mighty, and worthy to be praised. Lord, we pray that you are, you are blessed, you are glorified, God, in the name of Jesus. God, use us now as only you can. Bless us now, God, as we prepare to hear from heaven on high, God. We need you now to do some amazing things, God. We need you now, God, to, to speak to us, to, to grant us, God, your, your wisdom through teaching. God, you're awesome, and we love you. It's in the blessed, marvelous, and mighty name of Jesus we pray. And the church says, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Sex, money, and power. Somebody just mentally left the church. Amen. <laughs> Did he just say sex from the, from the pulpit? Amen. Yes, I did. See, I believe there is just a few subjects, a few topics that when it comes to church, for many of years, we have uh, placed a stigma on certain, and I'm putting all three of them in one sermon, amen. Listen, I figured I'd just rip the band-aid off and get them off. Because think about it, most of us don't want to talk about sex in church. What, 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 what do we talk about? There's one thing we talk about sex when we talk about church, don't do it. If you're not married, don't do it. That's it. That's, that, that's, that, 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 that's all we need. No explanation. I don't, we don't need to go into big detail. We, we, if you're not married, don't have sex. That's it. And we, it, it, would, it would destroy your life only to find out when you finally have it and you don't die. Well, they lied to me my entire life. I thought my life was going to be destroyed. Well, we didn't go through the whole detail, educating and learning and teaching and, and, and filtrating what that really means. And, you th get, and don't let us talk money. We talk about money. And oh, Lord, he's he about to ask for another offering. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Amen. Because think about it. There are just certain topics. We, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Somebody you, you didn't come to church with, somebody you didn't come to church with today, uh, 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 lean over to them uh, uh, and, and, and tell them the reason why I say somebody you didn't come to church with because I don't want you to, t this, this first one I, I, I need you to tell them what's your favorite food what's your favorite food they should know it if you came with you tell somebody what's your favorite food tell somebody your favorite food somebody, what's your favorite food right easy Fa no big deal okay now okay, let's do one even better and then make sure you do not because I don't just in case you know it's them I don't want your family member but yeah, amen uh, tell them uh, um, what is uh, your, your worst person in your family? The worst person in your family, the one that you just you wish you didn't have anymore. That you wish you just you know what? I, you know, I, I'll even allow in-laws. Amen. I'll even allow in-laws. Uh, uh, you, you know what? Yeah, can we? That's an easy conversation. Yeah. Have anybody ever really vented about that kind of stuff? Amen. Now, same person. 
Tell them how much money in your, in your bank account. I'll give you two. T- t- tell them how much money you make. So we don't want to have those kind of... There are just certain things that for whatever reason, we just don't want to talk about. There are just certain aspects of our own personal uh, 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 space, if you will, that are just off limits. And, 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 and sex is one of the biggest ones. See, the problem, though, with sex is uh, the very thing, in essence, you do know that it was created by God. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? In the beginning, when he made man and he made woman, he, he, he blessed them. That's what it says. And then he says, be fruitful and multiply. Immediately, we go from you are blessed to be fruitful. You do know what that means, right? Uh, we need to have a whole other Bible study session. But for whatever reason, the church has made it to where, oh my, catch this. I believe it not only was the church that caused this, but Satan took what God created in beauty and masked it with sin. And because of that, we have now put this stigma on certain things that I just say, you know what? Let's rip the mandate off and let's talk about them. But how do they affect our relationships? How do they affect us? How does sex, money, and power affect our hashtag relationship goals? See, if you don't know what's in the Bible, see, did you know that there was an actual entire book dedicated to a man pleasing his wife? But if you don't read your Bible, you'll never know that. There, there, over and over again, it talks about how we should handle our money and how we should, uh, uh, if there is a debt, how we should handle debts. And catch this, if we actually let somebody borrow the money, uh, uh, instead of destroying the relationship, how, how about you don't take the debt and put it against them? Yeah, don't even put interest on it. Don't treat it like a business deal. Yeah, just let them pay it out. And by chance, there, were, there was this one time of the year where if the debt was not, I think it was every seven years, they said, you know what, if you hadn't paid me the debt, you know what, it's clean. And over and over again, has anybody ever, oh, who, anybody know somebody that's, that owes them more than seven years and you still mad about it? I got people in high school. I need, we need to talk. Amen. There was just certain things that we just aren't comfortable with. So now tell your neighbor, Breathe in, breathe out. It's, it's okay because there is just something I believe that we are failing. And I'm going to try to, I'm gonna, while I understand, and, and all jokes aside, I understand the sensitivity of the, especially these three topics. And so I know what the church has done over years, and so I'm still going to not, uh, massage it softly. But there are just certain things I must, must educate you on and help you with as it pertains to your relationships and how sex, money, and power really can improve or damage relationships. So let's look at this. I know we've done this series a little differently, but I saw this particular incident as it pertains to uh, uh, David and 
what was going on with he, Bathsheba, Uriah. Uh, 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 and I just, I, I believed it, it showed us, while not everything we need to know, it gave us a clear picture of how these three can really affect not just one or two, but a multitude of relationships. You have David, who it opens up with David, uh, uh, instead of him taking on his duty, time of the text, he instead it says that it is time of the season where the kings go out to battle. Well, if you know the, uh, go back and you'll read that this was during the, the springtime. Why was that the case? It was during springtime because it was harvest time. And, and they were able to get a, a, a great bundle of harvest, send it with the troops, and they would a, be able to, to feast and eat while they were in the field. And so this was a great time where the kings went out to battle uh, 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 because they just had resources. So they battled during this time. Year over year, if you remember how David got his position, David was a battler. David was a warrior. David was able to, to, to slay a, a mighty war, or a, a, a mighty battles, and, and he was able to, uh, uh, to tear down mighty warriors. This is what David was famous for. This is why Saul wanted to kill him. But there was something different this year. This year, instead of David uh, taking on his duties like every other king does, David decides, you know what? I'm going to go send a proxy, a pseudo-king, if you will. Uh, 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 do you don't mind. J- J- can you come and, uh, uh, and I want you to take the king. I want you to take the soldiers out. And watch what it says. Did you see what it says? It didn't say just that, 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 that the soldiers went. It says Israel went. But David stayed behind in, in Jerusalem. The people are there. The, the, the soldiers are there. They're going to, to, to fight. They, they just won a battle. And, and, and this is why the Ammonites have, has kind of turned over. And we're, 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 we're good. We recognize your power. And, and, and so now he has the big head. And so I don't, even need to, I don't even need to go to these battles no more. We're so good. I don't even need to go no more. Like we just, we just knocking everybody off. He, have you ever got to a place of cockiness where you felt the very thing that got you in the position where you were, the very thing that got you into the relationship that you had, the very thing that it took to get her, you, now you just can't remember how to do it and you can't figure out why she's about to leave. Amen. This moment, they are there and he said, you know what, go. And, and, it, and it tells us this crazy story that one night he cannot sleep. He gets up and he begins to walk around the palace and he goes up to the rooftop. Mine, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it is, is probably stirring. And so he goes to the rooftop and he looks down and lo and behold, what does he see? Bathsheba is bathing. Now, that means nothing to most of you unless you continue to read. And it says, eventually he says, when he, uh, who, he inquires of her, he, he asks who she was, he goes and messenger to her. And then it says that she was able to come, why? She came after she, she cleaned up from her 
uncleanliness. If you know back uh, in, 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 in that time uh, over in, in that area, uh, uh, it was believed that if a woman was on her cycle, that she was not allowed in the house because she was unclean. And so uh, he was able to see her bathing because she was actually using the secondary shower outside. So he is looking on her when everybody else said she was unclean. He was seeing something different about her. That she's beautiful. Send her, send her to me. And once she uh, 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 is able to come, uh, she comes to him, and they. Uh, 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 well, who is she? That's a married man. That's a married woman. We'll still go get her. <laughs> she comes, and uh, 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 they they sleep together, and 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 it says she goes home. Now David has already committed a crazy sin of adultery sex but all of a sudden money and power creeps his ugly head what do you mean she tells him that he I'm pregnant and so he oh lord oh, oh. We're, but we're not going we're not going we're, we're going to take one sin and instead we're not going to confess to the sin we're not going to address the issue in the room. We're going to we're going to add insult to injury. Uh, somebody go get Uriah out of the battlefield. Bring him over here to me. Let him come home and sleep with his wife. Because if I let him sleep with his wife, he gonna think it's his baby. All's gonna be well. Have you ever tried to cover up a lie with another lie? Cover up a sin with another sin? Have you ever tried to get out of your dirt by adding dirt to it? David gets her and she gets gets him and he comes in. He, he sits down, he's with David, and he says, okay, go home, put your, clean, clean, clean up, get your feet ready, go and, and be with your wife. And he said, Th- thank you, sir, thank you, king. He goes and, what, how does it affect relationships? Watch what he does. He goes, and Uriah doesn't go home. He goes and he is so loyal to his king, so loyal to the kingdom, so loyal to the, to, to the children of Israel, He's not even willing to go home. King, how in the world can I go home and be with my wife when, when we're at battle? When, when the place I love, the place I'm willing to give my life for, the, I, I have dedicated myself to you and on your life. I will not do that. He had, David had somebody who was willing to sacrifice everything for him and the kingdom. But instead of David focusing on the relationship, Sex, money, and power. Well, how in the world? He go home, and when he sent him home, he, let me ask, I got enough money to buy you. So, and so he sends a gift with him. Maybe that'll make you feel better. Have you ever tried to cover up your, 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 your wrong to somebody by trying to buy them? By trying to gift them? I, I, amen, amen, amen. My married men in the house. Amen. Have you ever just, hey man, you know you... I need to say sorry, but it's a, there's no sorrow like a gift. Amen. There's no, there's no sorrow like, a, like some flowers and, some, and a necklace. Amen. Amen. If you don't do it, amen. Have you, have you, can, can we be honest? You, you, you went off at work. Amen. You my marriage. You went off at work, and you know that you're scared. You're going into office scared. And, and, and you, oh, Lord, I know I, I, I should not have said that yesterday. And so you're bringing donuts today. You, you know, whew, I'm, maybe, maybe I bring donuts and coffee. They, they will not. Call me into the HR's office because I know I went. Have you ever tried to fix the issue with a gift? 
So he throws in his money because he has power. He's been able to get him out of the field in the first place. But now he's going to flex his real power. Okay, how about we do this? I'm a, Come on, let's eat. Stay here another night. Eat with me. I'm going to get you drunk. I'm going to try to get you to your wife. And he still doesn't do it. Now David is probably irritated. Get back. And so he writes a letter, to, and he has him to deliver the letter to the master in the field and said, put him at the front of the line so that he could die. Over and over again, David could have fixed this. Over and over again, David could have stopped what he was doing, but in him trying to gain control of the situation, he failed to realize that he himself was out of control. I wonder, I ponder, um, when it comes to you trying to fix your stuff, where, where is the control? Where, are, 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 you, are you out of control? Are, are, you, are, you, are you at a place to where you, you feel you're in control? You, you feel, you must understand, uh, relationships are destroyed from the lack of control when he had somebody what do you mean that was willing to sacrifice everything but he but he thought he was in control of the situation and I can flex my money my pop all all for sex not only did he sacrifice his relationship with Uriah but he sent his people into battle without his leadership, sacrificing any time he got idle, he, he should have been in battle, but he was in a, have you ever known that you've you gotten a situation where you was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but it's where you weren't supposed to be in the first place? He was never supposed to be there. But to add insult to injury, not only does Uriah die because he got placed on the battlefield in the front of the line, it tells us that there are other men who also died. There were other people who dedicated themselves to him, and all because he was out of control, he destroyed some relationships. Who, other, who else relationship was destroyed? He destroyed the relationship between uh, uh, Uriah and his wife Bathsheba. Yes, I understand that, that, that she was the one married to him, but because of the power of the kingdom, how dare I tell the king no? Ask yourself, what type of relationships are you destroying because you're out of control? But pastor, I'm not out of control. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I, 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 I have sex because I want to. I, this is my body. I do what I want to with it. That's my, that's, this is my money. I made my money. I do what I want to with my money. I spend my money any kind of way I want. Listen, and it gives me a certain amount of power that I, I, I'm the boss. They put me in charge. I'm the H-N-I-C. I do what I want to do. Catch this. As soon as you get to the place of perceived power, and sorry, proceed control, that is the very evidence to let you know that you're out of control. As soon as you think, I got, what do you mean, Pastor? A drug addict doesn't become a drug addict overnight. They thought they had, it's just one time. And I got this. 
under control. No, no, no. Alcoholic doesn't become an alcoholic overnight. It was one drink. It was one party. We were having real fun. And all of a sudden, it just don't feel the same. And so day after day. And I, guess what? But I can stop anytime I want to. No. Guess what? You're out of control. See, the reality of it is most of us think we are putting, we, we are in control and we are controlling the issue of whatever it is. When the reality of it is, if God doesn't have the control, you think you do and you don't. It does. When you, I'm, I'm free, my, my can do what I want to my body. Your body is telling you, when, your body is telling you when you are in heat and you are doing what you want to do, you're not in control of that. You are just doing what you think you want to do when your body is in control. When your, your money, when you are flaunting around and you are, and you are so arrogant with it, guess what? You're not in control of your money. Your money is controlling you. When you th- when the power has gone to your head and you feel you are doing... Listen, and not only are you killing you, you are killing your relationships in the process. How many relationships have you killed because you were out of control? But, 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 but Pastor, I'm, I'm not out of control. Yes, you are. What do you mean? I like money. I like power. Sex is great. Yes. But out of lightning, lightning hits the earth. It can destroy a city. But that same energy, that same power, when it is placed in a conduit, in its place in its proper container can actually uh, light up an entire city. You must understand, sex, money, and power all have proper containers, but the reality of it is you are out of control because it's not in the right container. Well, what's the right container? Sex. Sex's container is marriage. See, if, if, if you, uh, uh, sex without marriage, well, yeah, th- that's the person that shows up 20 years later at the, at, at the class reunion and you, you can't even look as I cannot stand her. Y- y'all ain't even seen each other in 20 years. But it's because there is something that was shared that shouldn't have been that now it has destroyed the very essence of any relationship that is possible because you didn't have it in the proper container it, it was not like it it, it 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 was like electricity and it has it destroyed if, if you out of the right container it will destroy relationships money what is money's container humility if you got a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of arrogance guess what you got a whole bunch of problems because if, if, if you have the proper amount of money with the proper amount of humility that goes with it, you won't tell somebody, I can buy you. But the reality of it is, we get two nickels, and one day we, we had two pennies and rubbed them together, and we were mad. We got two nickels, rubbed them together, and now we are everything, all that, and a bag of chips, and you can't tell me nothing. I got a question. How many relationships have you destroyed? Because you were not humble in your what you thought was great money times. How many relationships have gone out off to the wayside because you failed to realize I'm out of control? And then power. 
power's conduit, its, its container, is love. You know how you get more power? Give it away. But too often we, we are so uh, uh, enamored with wanting more power, wanting more strength. I need to tell you what to do when the reality of it is you're not in control. You may have the power, but catch this. God has the authority. And there is just, there is just something different. When, now, he has given us, he, has, he says he has given us the authority, but it's not ours. And so when you are trying to flex your muscle and when you are trying to tell everybody what you can, David tried his very best to use all of the things he thought he was good at. And he used the three things that he was good at and it destroyed relationships. The very things that can build relationships, the very things that, that can make you thrive and grow, when, 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 when places in, in, in their life, when, when placed in their proper container, when you place these three things in their proper place, in the proper conduit, relationships thrive. Oh, but when you are out of control, Relationships are destroyed. Are you in control right now? Do you think you're in control right now? I got this under control. Guess what? You don't. Third and last of all, I want you to understand something. Your temptations are not by accident. They are presented with destruction in mind. What do you mean by this? Satan, Satan is placing those things. He's placing that stuff. He's placing the temptation in your eyesight because he feels as though if I can tempt you enough, if I can, if, if I can put the right person in front of you, you'll fall. If I can give you, if I can just give you enough money for you to lose your mind, not, not, not rich money, but just stupid money, you, you, not, not stupid money and you have so much that it's stupid, so much that it makes you stupid, and you lose yourself, if I can just give you a little, a little taste of power, and you don't know why it feels as though the world is against you, guess what? Satan placed the stuff in your way to tempt you and to test you only to get you to fall. But you feel as though the world is against me. Life is hard. No, you're just being, te- you're, you're, you're. But it's so beautiful how the Lord says, I will never allow anything to tempt you beyond what you can handle. But just because you can handle it don't mean you're willing to. Hmm. Just because you have the, the ability to withstand, too often we are finding ourselves in manageable situations, but we don't want to manage them. It feels can, can we can I, can, can we go back to the old? It feels good to be wrong. It, it, it feels good to to not. It feels if I can just do what I want to do, how I want to do it, then 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 then, then what? Why would God 
give me these feelings if, if he wouldn't let me use it. Yeah, he wants you to use it just in this proper container. Why would God give me this money if I just couldn't just go do what I want to with it? And, and, and Yeah, I understand, but there, there was just a certain manner, a manner of humility that you have to have when you have it. And, and he doesn't mind you having money, but, the, but, but what are your feelings when you have it? And how, how are you treating people? How are you dealing with relationships? How, are, you letting people, are you lending money only to get mad at them if they're not able to pay you back? You do recognize that they had to borrow it for a reason. They didn't have it. Your power, the, the, uh, God, you, you've, you've granted me with this power. Why in the world wouldn't you let me flex the power in which you gave me? He said, yeah, but I gave you power, but I want you to use it in love. See, too often, we are allowing the very things that God gave us to, to thrive. Satan is tickling our ear for destruction. Sex instituted by God, placed in a holy state of matrimony can be a beautiful thing. But you sleep with the wrong people. And they leave. Everybody you, you, you've, can, 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 I, can, I, can I teach you something? Can we have just a, just a moment? It's going to be a, be a little harsh, but, but, but I, but I want to teach you something. Just, you do know what the covenant of marriage was, was, was supposed to, mar, the, the ceremony, the, 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 the dress and the the Mac makeup, that, that's, 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 that's man. The actual marriage ceremony was actually in the consummation. And it was between three people. That, forgive me. Amen. I put it at the end so y'all don't, you know, people don't just walk out. Amen. With every covenant, there is a shedding of blood. Every covenant. Think of Adam, Abraham. Every covenant, there's a shedding of blood. Marriage, the hymen, break, shedding of blood. But you think it's just you and God. When the blood, Jesus, God, all three, Holy Spirit came, and, and you joined together in marriage, and that was the bond. So if the marriage ceremony was not the true, true, not the true essence of marriage. The actual consummation was. How many people have you been married to without the covenant of the Lord? Some of you have more, you've had more marriage interactions than you have cars in your life. And you get one of them every two or three years. How many times have you married somebody and said, I want the entire essence of marriage, money, and power of, uh, of the Holy Spirit while I'm there, but, but now that you, I'm going to get you an Uber and, and you go home. We have destroyed the very thing God created for our beauty. And you know why that is? The church stopped talking about it. And we lost control. Because we thought we took, we're going to take control by, just don't do it. When the reality is God had control, was, was the one who was supposed to have the control from the beginning. You can't do it by yourself. 
You can't, the feelings are real. That, 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 that feeling of power, <laughs> I'll tell you, it will go to your head in 2.5 seconds. It is just, it, you're like, I will never talk to anybody like that. And all of a sudden, you look and you say, I cannot believe I just said that. It will go to your head quick. You can't do this by yourself. Stop trying. He said, take up on my yoke for it is easy. You know why his yokes are easy? Because yours are so heavy to pick up. Are you in control? If you think you are, you're not. Let us pray. God, we love you. We thank you, God, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. God, we thank you, Father, for teaching us, God, the essence of relationships has to be formulated in the proper containers in which you have placed each and every aspect of sex, money, and power. And in its proper containers, in their proper, in the proper places, God, that you have placed them there for, God, they can, we can thrive as a people in our relationships, in our family, uh, and with our friends, with our, with, our, with, with our co-workers, God.